This podcast is part of the National Archives Voices of the Armistice campaign, commemorating 90 years since the end of the First World War. Hear more voices at nationalarchives.gov.uk forward slash armistice. Part 3 of 4. My name is William Spencer. I am the Principal Military Specialist at the National Archives at Kew. WO25637, Haig's Personal Diary. The diary we have here at the National Archives is just a copy, but it gives a useful account of the day-to-day views, thoughts and activities of Field Marshal Lord Haig. Tuesday 29th of October 1918, Paris. Cold night, fine dry day, cloudless and sunny day. I saw the Prime Minister, Lloyd George, at the Chateau Romain at 11am by appointment. He spoke about the necessity for having a strong army after the war for at least a year. We should decide now what classes of men we should keep. South Wales miners should be sent away, but North Wales, being farmers, can be retained. He evidently feels that we may have to face both internal troubles as well as difficulties with some of our present allies. As regards terms of armistice, I advised him to insist on strong naval terms from the enemy because our existence depends on sea supremacy, i.e. all enemy submarines should be destroyed and the high sea fleet must be sunk. On the other hand, although the collapse of Austria makes Germany's position hopeless, I advised more lenient terms on land, to stick to the terms I suggested two weeks ago, although the military situation is more in our favour today. Lloyd George was very pleased that I had spoken about the real state and present military value of the American army at the Conference of Commanders-in-Chief last Saturday. He said that Foch reported in the same way to him. LG left me to have a talk with Colonel House, the American plenipotentiary. I gather that President Wilson is to come to the peace conference. There seems some doubt as to the proper procedure now. I advise to keep the roles of civilians and soldiers distinct i.e. the soldiers will arrange the armistice. As soon as that is concluded, the diplomatists should take their places and arrange peace. The Allies should first settle among themselves what terms they will give Germany. These will be notified by some plenipotentiary at a meeting with German representatives. Once peace has been signed, then a conference must be held for the settlement of the world. Germany might be admitted to the latter. I dined at the Embassy. Balfour Geddes, the First Lord, and Admiral Wemyss, First Sea Lord, and I had a talk afterwards. They expected our fleet to be in Constantinople today or tomorrow. All details of Turkey's surrender have been fixed up, and an Allied fleet goes up the Dardanelles under a British Admiral. The Turks are ready to agree to any of our terms, provided that neither Greeks nor Italians are allowed to land and occupy any Turkish fort or position. This podcast is a recording of extracts taken from Sir Douglas Haig's War Diary, a copy of which is held at the National Archives. Permission has kindly been given to reproduce this by the National Library of Scotland and the Earl Haig.